You've found your way to Finding Ground. I'm your host, Rachel Moore, and we are getting into episode two. But first, I want to begin with a little recap on what we what we talked about in episode one. We talked about the goals of this podcast, the goals that I have for it, and we also talked about a little bit about who I am. I gave you a little bit about my past, uh, my family, and please go back and listen if you haven't listened already. And then we ended with a little lesson in focusing on on what God has given us, the, the what he sh- has shown us and what we know is true, and just keeping focus on that when everything else starts to fall apart. Um, today, we have a lot in store, so let's do this. Hey there. Uh, Okay, I am so excited to get to episode two because I have to say that episode one was the hardest for me thus far because it took like a hundred takes in order to get comfortable with talking about myself. I'm not very good at that. I'm great when it comes to talking about other things, but talking about myself was a little nerve wracking. So this is going to be a lot more comfortable First, I want to start out all of the podcasts with a little section called Getting to Know You, kind of like Julie Andrews when she sings, getting to know you, getting to know all about you. You're going to get to know about yourself and about other people. This is going to be very helpful. So when I got my master's, I studied temperament counseling. Um, I didn't know anything about it before I I started this. But after I went through the classes and went through the two years of practicing it and um, really helping other people understand who they are and who God made them and why God made them to react the way that they do to things, it was incredibly helpful, not only to me and to my clients, but also to my kids and helping me understand like where the craziness comes from and um why they react the way that they react. So I want to begin uh, our time together with a little getting to know you. The awesome thing about temperament training and um, temperament therapy is that you get to not only understand yourself, you get to understand why others react the way that they react, and it helps you to see people through Christ's eyes a lot easier because you understand who God made them to be or who God made you to be and why you're reacting the way that you're reacting. So temperament is actually, it's not a personality or or the character of a person. It's an inborn way of how we react to people, places, things, like our stresses, how we handle stress, how we handle pressure. It is the way that God has made us and who he's made us to be. And uh, understanding this can help you in your work, it could help you at church, it could help you in your everyday relationships. Here's another illustration of temperaments. I like to think of it as the church is the body of Christ. We have hands, we have feet, we have the head, we have all parts of the body. 
And the body of Christ needs all those different things in order to function. So God made each of us completely unique in order to to do his will and in order to be part of that body of Christ. And so each temperament is uniquely designed by God to give us that gift, that gifting, those strengths and the weaknesses that we have. Um, of course, watching out for the weaknesses is always a good thing to do. Um, but the strengths, I mean, they're amazing and that that is what God has called us to use in our, uh, in our temperaments. So understanding your temperament is vital. And so we're going to go over this every week. We're going to go over a different temperament. And so this is going to be fun. So stay tuned for the next episode and we'll begin with that. But first we are going to get to the guts of this episode. So I really like tying things in. I like, well, I like thinking of things as a huge story. So I want to tie this into last week or the last episode, and I want to um, chat a little bit more about once we find our focus and how we're supposed to focus on Christ and in whatever circumstance we're going through, be it we just walked out of a counseling session and we feel great, or we just walked out of a meeting and we feel like we can conquer the world, how to keep that focus on Christ and to keep that goal in mind is very important because if we lose focus and then we get it back and then we think, okay, and there's going to be another setback. There's always setbacks. This is life and there is sin in this world. Sin seems to cause a lot of problems when it comes to our goals and the vision that we, that God has had for us. Um, also, there's no way that we could even meet what God is calling us to do without his strength and without his doing. There's no way that we could accomplish the goal or um, vision that God has for us without him and him doing a lot, of, well, most of the work. So when we have this vision or this goal that God has given us, we are gung-ho and ready to do it. Whatever he's calling us to do, we're going to do it. And then we get to the point where we run into a wall or we get totally sidetracked and or there's a setback. Something isn't funded that we wanted to do or, well, you're not very good at what it is he's called you to do or you really don't know what you're doing, um, which I feel like that a lot. But um, I think that when he gives you that vision, you're following through with it. And at during the whole time of following through with the vision that he has given you, he is molding you. And so the little setbacks that you have, the things that stop you in your tracks, the things that you think are never going, like God will never move past that, or could never use you for what he's called you to do. Those are the things that are going to make you stronger. And I know that it's very cliche to say that the bad things will make you stronger, but they really will. The way that he molds us, it's a lot of stretching, a lot of pounding sometimes, and a lot of different molding. I mean, think of Play-Doh. If you play with Play-Doh or if you're playing with your kids, Play-Doh, you have to mold it, you have to stretch it, you have to ball it up, you have to, in order to make it beautiful, you have to contort it, basically. So 
sometimes this is what God does with us. He, this is what he does with our vision in order to make it beautiful, in order to make it into what he wants it to be, not what we think it's supposed to be or what we envision. His vision is always bigger and better than ours. And sometimes that takes going past those set, those setbacks and seeing, okay, Lord, what do you want to do now? What should we do now? Getting Maybe getting wise counsel, getting somebody else's opinion, or just waiting for God to bring what he wants to bring. Because you don't want to settle. You don't want to settle for the, oh, this is so-so. My vision is so-so. It's not the best that it could be because that's not what God wants. God wants more. God wants you to have the mo- the biggest, the best, and what is planned for you. And sometimes we just settle on what we think is good enough, but it's not. It's not good enough. And we've got to, again, refocus, and then we've got to to sit back and allow God to take over this vision while we are being molded by him through all of the hard hits and all of the things that are stretching us what we think is too far, but it's not too far. Um, I like best the way that at most highest had put it when they, when they um, write that ever since God gave us the vision, he has been at work. He is getting us into the shape of the goal he has for us. And yet, over and over again, we try to escape from the sculptor's hand in an effort to batter ourselves into the shape of our own goal. But don't lose heart in this process. If you have ever had a vision from God, you may try as you will to be satisfied on a lower level, but God will never allow it. See, God's picture of our goal of our vision is bigger bigger when you're when you are using the gifts that God has given you he has a huge goal he has a he has a huge beautiful um com- uh, compilation of what that is and how he wants to see it so you just need to trust him and you need to keep going on you need to keep moving forward with what he is showing you that isn't always easy because sometimes you don't know and you're going to have to learn what it is in order to make that goal that you have a little easier to reach or um, just ask God because he can send you what he, what you need and what he needs you to understand. Uh, I thank you for taking the time to listen to our second episode in this podcast And I encourage you to get into scripture and find out what it is God has planned for you because you have to believe me, he has a huge plan. You may not think that you are worthy, but that's not how it works. None of us are worthy. Only God can call us and only he knows and loves us the way that we want to be loved and we need to be loved. So thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to the next episode. And please, you can contact me at findinggroundcounseling.com, or you can email me, and if you have something that you would like me to talk about, feel free to reach me. And again, I thanks, thank you for listening. Talk to you soon. Yeah.